Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun and conversation only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1. You're listening to Good Vibes with Chino. Hey, what's good? And Mickey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the Monster. On the Monster. What's up, everybody? It is time for our special guest to join us. This is Good Vibes with me, Chino. And with me, Nikki. What's happening, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Good Vibes Live. Live, that's right. We are live on air and also on Facebook. So for those of you who are on the road and you want to log on to your phones, check us out on Facebook Live as well. And joining us is our special guest for today, the lovely Bea Badoobie. Hi, Bea Doobie. What's up? (laughs) Hi, welcome. Welcome to the show. Um, We're just going to have fun. We're just going to catch up with you, basically. Whatever you've been up to. First and foremost, we got to say thank you so much for uh, joining us today and giving some of your time. Of course, of course. The pleasure (laughs) is ours. So I guess we'll start things off, actually, with a question that I'm sure a lot of fans are wondering about how did you come up with the name Bea Badubi? I'm sure there's um, a story to this. Uh, <laughs> um, basically, I didn't really expect any of like all this music, this music thing to happen. So when I written music and was asked, like, you know, released it with my friend Oscar, he was like, oh, you need like a musician name. And I was like, no one's gonna care about my music like I don't you know this is not gonna be like a permanent thing so just call it my like side Instagram name and I just like was like yeah just I when I created my Instagram name I was like on like the only name available was like Beebadoobie and I was like yeah I'll just do that it's kind of funny and now I'm like stuck with it forever which is really ironic <laughs> so so Beobadoobie was the name of your finsta right um i read yeah. that somewhere so what okay for everybody because i'm sure not a lot of people would also know what a finsta is some of us do but would please do the honors of explaining what a finsta is <laughs> and probably what you would share on there <laughs> um well, it's like a side Instagram, so it's like I've got my main Instagram, which is where I've exist, and I've got like a side Instagram where I just like it's just my close friends, and I don't really post much on it. I just like I just have it; it's just there on the side. Um, but my original one was called Bebadoobie, and it was kind of like a throwaway Instagram, and now it's my musician name forever. I have to ask you something that's really quickly. Um, we've been calling you Bea Badoobie because I guess that's how we uh, read it as Bea, right? But you've been pronouncing it as B Badoobie. Is that how you're known in the UK? Yeah. Yeah, Badoobie. It's pronounced B Badoobie. My actual name is like Bea, but people call me B. Yeah. That's how. That's why. <laughs> so, um, for for some of the monsters who don't know, also you were born in Iloilo, Philippines. Mm-hmm. So uh, surprise yeah. for a lot of us here. And also, um, you left. I think when you were when you were three years old uh, to move to London. Is that right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, have you been back to the Philippines since uh, since you moved? 
Yeah, I used to go. Um, I used to go every year um, with my family, and I went with my boyfriend and my family last year to Baraka and to Iloilo. I think, yeah, like a lot of our listeners probably wouldn't catch that you are actually half Filipino. So this might be a big surprise to them. So I'm all oh, Filipino. Oh, you're full. I thought you were half for some reason. I got even I got I'm taken back much. from the accent. You're full. I'm 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 full. i Keep forgetting where she's from, but it's from like a, like a, like a province, like a really rural place. Um, okay. But yeah, they're both Filipina, full Filipino. That's super cool. Well, mm-hmm. um, okay. Well, that's also news for us. Which was like, I, was it like in the mom's or dad's? Side? It's both sides, <laughs> after all. Mm-hmm. That is really awesome. That's that's like a monster exclusive. We did not know until. Now. <laughs> okay. Well, since we're in the subject of, I guess, being Filipino, like, what is your favorite Filipino thing to eat, and is it readily available where you are in in London? Um. Well. I love ube cake. Like, I'm stuck <laughs> for ube cake. So I get my dad. He knows this lady who cooks ube cake. And every time I'm, like, craving, I'm, like, just bake me a whole entire cake. And I'll eat it all. <laughs> oh, I love um, that. But I also like sinigang. Um, <gasps> I just think it's really nice. And halo halo. And lechifan. <laughs> Sounds like you have a real sweet tooth. <laughs> It's a real yeah. menu right there. That's awesome. I love it. I love that you're like it's still in touch with like okay, Filipino cuisine versus English cuisine. Let's see which which is the winner. Come on, I feel like you uh, obviously Filipino cuisine. There we go. No, no question. Um, yeah, I love the food. I grew up on the food, and like I went every single year growing up. Um, for like two months, so and I went to school there for about like six months, I think. So oh, when I was seven, yeah. We actually have a little That's request awesome. here from uh, the other DJ in the booth, who <laughs> the you other host. Who, no, no, who said hi to you earlier? She's uh, asking if you can speak in Filipino, and will you? I can't, I can't speak in Filipino. I mean, I can understand fluently. I can say like "angpangangko bea." And, uh, it's already better than me. Don't um, worry about it. <laughs> it's better than Chino. <laughs> um, I don't like. I can't really think of anything on top of my head. But like, when someone speaks it fluently, because I used to watch like teleseries like growing up. So. Oh my god. Yeah, I used to watch like Malala like every Sunday. So. Oh my god. I like, understand <laughs> everything fluently. That's really mm-hmm. awesome. Well, there you go. Well, Lina. I mean. So glad that you're in, still in touch with with Filipino culture for sure, despite being in mm-hmm. London. And um, wait, let's talk a little bit more about your music also. So your I'm, your inspiration. I, I also read another article that your inspiration for you to like I guess start uh, writing music. It was when you were watching Juno in your in a religious ed class. So can you tell us more about like? Well, I guess you um, like the soundtrack. So, yeah. uh, like, what was it about the sound from that soundtrack that um, that made you, I guess, discover your sound also? Um, well, it really shaped the sound I had at the beginning of my career, which was like the EPs, Lice, and Patched Up. 
and because it was very moldy peaches daniel johnston inspired mm-hmm. and very elliot smith inspired and um in juno it's just like kimmy dawson and the moldy peaches and they're like she is amazing first of all and the way she writes music is just so just sounds and feels so genuine her lyrics yeah. are so endearing and i think it's like i love the charm it gives and i think i still get inspired by her lyrics till today like that's how i write my lyrics um and it's quite ironically because um i remember watching it at my religious education class and they were like yep this is who you don't want to be like pointing <laughs> like just doing a pregnant but i thought juno was the coolest chick ever and i still think she's the coolest chick and i still want to be juno but not like <laughs> not like we get it we get it <laughs> um, yeah it was kind of funny i thought and the movie is amazing as well so i actually think i read somewhere that you used to listen to a lot of opm growing up as well uh mm-hmm. are there who are some of your favorite artists or did you take any inspiration from them i guess in making any of your music Oh yeah, I like Apple Hiking Society. I think their melodies are like amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love Itchy Worms as well. <laughs> Itchy I Worms. Love yeah, so my mom used to play them all the time when I was growing up. So they're like in my head. And I think someone did, I don't know who made like a rendition of an Apple Hiking Society album, like a modern version. I don't know if it was, it wasn't Itchy Worms. It was... I don't know who it was, but I just love, I love, I love that album. I don't know where that CD is. My mom has it, hopefully, but it's amazing. Mm. Okay, that's super dope. I, I mean, it's always nice to see where people can get their musical influences, especially someone living abroad that you still listen to a lot of OPM. I think that's right. uh, actually yeah. super cool. Um, is there any artist that you maybe you'd like to work with in the future if you ever come by to the Philippines and visit again? I mean, I'm sure they would love to work with you as well. Um, I don't actually know the members of Apple Hiking. I think I do. I feel like if you t- if you tell me a name, then I'll know. But any any songwriter from that era, because it's like, honestly, like I haven't heard melodies that, like they they pull in your heartstrings. I don't know mm-hmm. how, like, but they're amazing. I always, um, yeah, I always tell my mom that. Yeah, it's very it's very lyrical. Definitely also and yeah. it really like they, they really like really just stab you in the heart those words yeah. especially if it's in Tagalog you know it's yeah. like <laughs> it's oh, intense it's a Tagalog song but I cannot speak like my pronunciation is like embarrassing so I can't do that it's all good it's all good <laughs> who knows maybe one day one maybe one day you will try <laughs> <laughs> so um, you've released four EPs. You uh, released Lies, Patched Up, Love Worm, Love Worm, Bedroom Sessions, which is like the stripped down acoustic version, and Space Cadet. So in Space Cadet, we actually saw um, in October of last year, which you released, it was partially inspired by a super viral space-related meme. So uh, could you share a little bit more about that also to our monsters? <laughs> um well, I was like obsessed with Area 51 memes because um, <laughs> of like the alien conspiracy thing. And I was like, this is kind of funny. And also it really, like it, it related to how I always felt like an alien. Um, like I always felt really alienated in school. Like I went to an all-girl Catholic school that I got 
kicked out from eventually um and yeah it was i don't know it was i thought and all the songs i was writing at the time like were about feeling alienated and feeling isolated so it made sense to write and it like, you kind of twisted it in a way though that made it like you know very cheerful also i because i love listening to it yeah. and that's when i heard like your 90s grungy vibe like coming together also so that's yeah. is that something that we can also expect because you do have an upcoming album is this correct yes i do yes <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, it's called Fake It Flowers, and you did just drop a single a couple days ago from the album called Care. So can you tell us a little bit more about the song, like, or the, inspiration um, the album, perhaps, like, um, like, the whole theme of it? Care is actually um, from, like, a really sensitive, sad place in my life, and... Um, I'm glad it became something positive and uplifting and it sounds like super fun. It sounds like a song that you put at, you know, at the end credit scene of a chick flick, you know, that was the type of feeling I wanted people to have, like, you know, if it was anything like just to make them feel happy, to make them feel like it reminds them of something. Um, And it was very inspired by, you know, that era. Um, It was because my mom always used to just play me that music. Like, you know, she played me all these amazing, like, front women, like, you know, Susanna Vega, Alanis Morissette, The Cranberries. Um, And so, obviously, I would subconsciously just use that inspiration through my music and of... um, like a year ago, a few years ago, I started getting into these amazing, you know, female singers from that time, Veruca Soul, and discovered my own kind of path. And I think it, um, you know, because I like the movies from that era and, you know, the songs, the music, um, it just resonates with the music I make subconsciously because I am always somehow involved with it. I love that you seem awesome. like such an old soul, you know, and it really yeah. shows in your music as well, even your music videos. So I think, you know, that's something so surprising considering you are like only 20, right? Or Yeah, I'm 20. Oh, much younger than My Lustig. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us. Well, also the imagery that you mentioned, like the end credits of a chick, like that's exactly what I was picturing. I was like, oh my gosh, this feels like I'm watching like a 90s movie or something. Like, you know, the heroine finally, you know, gets her, you know, uh, catharsis or whatever. But yeah, Mm -hmm. super, it was such a fun listen for sure. And, but, but we can also, if we can also um, mention, of course, um, can you hear us? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> okay, so um, you the first song you ever wrote, of course, was "Coffee." So, mm-hmm. and everybody became familiar with "Coffee" when um, well, it became viral also as soon as you as soon as you first posted yeah. it, and then a fan also uploaded it, and then eventually um, it caught a second wind when Pao Fu decided to use use it as a sample. So, like how. How did that come about? Like, did he did he reach out to you to say like, oh, I want to use this for for the song that I, I'm or this rap that I'm gonna I'm gonna write? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, well, he didn't. He like just oh. he, he, <laughs> he 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 used it and um 
and I and I said yes to releasing it. So it was already existing, and I was like, oh, like mm. other people sample my music, and I was like, fair enough. But, you know, coffee holds a very play, very special place in my heart. It's like one of mm-hmm. the first songs I ever written. It's like probably one of my purest, you know, things I've ever created in my whole like musical career. And um, at first, I was like. Okay, yeah, like you can release it. Didn't expect it to blow up. It blew up, and I like panicked, and I was like, I kind of hate this because it's like one of the <laughs> most special things, and like all of a sudden, so much people are hearing it, and this isn't the type of music I make. But I've started to appreciate like all the, you know, all the people I've gained from that, all the listeners I gained from that. You know, people listen to that song and discovered all my other music from that song, and it's really like, you know, it's. I think it's important to look past um, my, <laughs> I wouldn't say, like, <laughs> my, um, I guess how important my music makes me feel like every, like every single piece of music I make is very special to me. And I think it's time to just become more open-minded and realize that it's actually genuinely helped me. And I am so grateful and so appreciative of everyone that's discovered me from that song and how much listens i gained from that song it's freaking incredible um but um yeah at first it was obviously like people need to understand that i am not used to this sort of thing and i'm this i wasn't you know never expected to even be a musician so the fact that even people that aren't my family or just my close friends are listening to this song is weird to me but i'm getting used to that i'm getting used to sharing my music and i'm getting used to being comfortable with this weird attention that you get when you're a musician and people don't really see you as a human being anymore they just kind of see you as a thing um so yeah it's hard to get used to but i'm obviously so grateful for everything that's happened to me so far and that song so have you no, go ahead. have you seen um the <laughs> Have you seen it on TikTok also? The um, like how they've been using it. They use it for a TikTok challenge. Apparently, they're using it to confess to their best friend that they have feelings for them. So that is a background music that they're using. So, like, um, like I don't know. I guess reaction to that or like how, like, is that something that you would actually like imagine? Like, is this? A, I guess maybe it's a Gen Z way of expressing your feelings yeah. for someone, I guess. Yeah, definitely. But I think I, I think it's sweet, you know. I think TikTok is going to be massive and I think it's mm-hmm. gonna be like the platform despite me thinking it's like the cringiest thing ever. I think <laughs> it will like I honestly think it's gonna be it's the best platform to you know discover new music discover new yeah. creators so i'm like i think it's amazing despite I mean very like i don't close off with it but that's just me being you know like thinking i'm like 50 years old but like um i think it's super cool and if they're if that's their way of using that music then that's their way of using you know that music so. okay uh, well, sad to say, I think it's about time for us to wrap it up. But of course, before we go, is uh, there anything that you can say to the monsters who are listening? And of course, you know, drop your socials as well, somewhere we can follow you and where we can find your music. Um, 
I just want to say thank you to everyone um, who's listening and you guys. Thank you for having me. There's always a really close, special place in my heart for Filipino listeners um, because obviously that's Kapabayan. That's where I, <laughs> that's my home. So um, yeah, thank you. Um, I'm BBDB on everywhere. If you want to check out my music, my single care is out now. So. We're looking forward for awesome. you. Uh, we're looking forward to you coming and visiting us, hopefully, and maybe stopping yes. by the station. Yeah. You know, play a few tracks. <laughs> maybe yeah. we can get a, a verbal. Agree- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so excited for you and the musical career that you have as well. Mm-hmm. And so, more power and take care over there, also in London. I hope you're staying thank safe. You. Thank you. Thank you so much for gracing us uh, with your presence yes, thank today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Thanks for having me. Anytime. <laughs> and with that, uh, that was Bea Badubi or B Badubi as they call her in the UK, <laughs> just so we all know what's up. Anyways, again, thank you so much and uh, take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. The best podcast content online. Only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1.